Hey, mama, what do you do when you feel defeated as a mom? When you're having a tough day and when everything seems to be going wrong? Are you just trying to get through the day, counting down the hours until bedtime in hopes that tomorrow is a better day? Listen, we've all been there, sister, but is that all that motherhood is? Is there anything that you can do about how you let the challenges of motherhood affect you and how you're experiencing this life and this precious time? Can you experience motherhood in a more positive way? Today, I had the joy of interviewing Michelle Russell from the Positive Moms podcast, where we talked about the importance of a positive mindset, how to turn things around when you're feeling defeated. We talked about living intentionally rather than just coasting through motherhood. We talked about the shift that happens when maybe, yeah, we do feel overwhelmed, but we choose how we take responsibility for our thoughts and feelings and what we do next. And... The difference between being real and being positive. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to join me in my planner makeover course that is now available, where I'll teach you how to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally make guilt-free time for things like self-care and all the fun stuff you want to do, all with a strategic use of a planner. In this course, I'll teach you how to get the most out of your planner and how to simply be more intentional with your time. It's all about making your life easier and making your time more meaningful. If you need this, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com. That's the mama, M-A-M-A, miracle.com to get this online course today. Now go enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Motivation for Mom show. Today I have a very special guest. I'm so excited to have her on. Hey Michelle, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you on because I was on your podcast. Yes. Now you get to be on mine. And so um, why don't you introduce yourself and, you know, who, who you're mom to and what you do and just start to sort of start from there and then we'll get into your story. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast, Sarah. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so I am the mom of two little boys who are currently four and five. So they are both in school, well, preschool, kindergarten now. So it's big change and excitement in my house (laughs) right now. (laughs) Um, and they are actually the reason why I started, um, to have the idea to do a podcast. And so our podcast is called the Positive Moms Podcast. And I do it with my friend Leanne in a funny 
side note is Leanne and I actually met online through a course that we were taking together. And so she lives in Florida. I live in Vermont. We've actually never met in real life. So, Oh my gosh, you would never know because you guys are just so connected. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? It's really, we actually are really crazy connected too. Like she'll post something that like I was just thinking and vice versa, or I'll say something that, you know, I'm like, we are so on the same wavelength. It's actually really freaky, but it's, it's working out really good. So yeah, we have a great connection and we've become really good friends. So it's, it's been good so far. Um, we are, we had no idea how to do a podcast, so we're learning together and she's also a mom as well. So a stay at home mom as well. So we definitely both, um, you know, we came together on understanding how to, to do that. So not letting the challenges of the day-to-day of being a stay-at-home mom drag us down and how we could turn that around to be positive and how we can teach other people how to do the same. That is so important. And I am just so grateful to you and Leanne for doing this because we as moms need that constant work on our mindset it's it's a practice right and you know I'm glad I'm so glad to have you on the show too because I don't think I've ever done a single episode about being positive or having that positive mindset and so this is just such a great topic um, you know given that my audience is here to have motivation motivation for moms and and so let's dive into our mindset and why positive mindset is important. But first, I want to hear kind of your backstory and feel free to share Leanne's too. I wish she was here with us, maybe (laughs) on a different day. But, um, you know, why, why positive mindset? Why is that important to you now? And have you always had a positive mindset? No, no, I've definitely not always had a positive mindset. So I was in like corporate America for most of my uh, adult career. And a couple of years ago, I decided it wasn't my passion. And I was feeling really drawn to doing something else, something more. I didn't know what it was, but I just knew there was something else. And the kids at the time were in daycare, which we didn't, we weren't crazy about, which it, it, and it's no, no offense to anybody who uses daycare. It was just this, the particular one they were in. I live in a small town, so our options are like the one. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Um, so that weighed heavily on my decision as well. And so I was like, I'm just going to stay home with the kids. And then, you know, maybe I can work on some marketing stuff that, you know, I can just do a little bit extra on the side and, you know, kind of see if I can get a business going in, in that and, you know, be home with the kids. And I honestly don't think that I could have ever planned for how hard it was going to be. And ain't that the how, truth? <laughs> yeah, and the cha- the day to day challenges, and how by eight thirty in the morning, I already was like, I felt defeated, and I just got to this point where I every like I just every day I just didn't look forward to my day, and I'm like, this can't be what life is all about. There mm-hmm. has to be something else out there. There has to be something more, and I just I just started educating myself. So I started reading books. And, um, it really just opened my eyes to mindset. I didn't have any really idea that I had these control, this control over my thoughts. I, I just, you know, I just went through my days kind of drifting, coasting, you know, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. And I would let anything that was, you know, 
the kids were like crazy before school and we couldn't get them ready. And I was like already exhausted. Like I would just let that ruin my day and I would hold on to that. Mm-hmm. And it's just not healthy. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. And it's no way to live. And so I just started to become aware when that was happening and then tried to change my thoughts, redirect my thoughts. So, you know, recognizing, um, wow, I'm still mad or, you know, not mad, but like I'm still holding on to how I was feeling 20 minutes ago when they weren't getting in the car. Meanwhile, the kids are singing. They're happy. They don't care what happened 20 minutes ago, but I'm still like, oh, you know, and so it was really, that was really the big shift for me was, was changing my thoughts and becoming aware of, of the negative, you know, that I was feeling. Do you remember sort of going back to when you first started thinking about there has to be more than this, there has to be more to motherhood than this. Do you remember the first thing that you Googled or like researched to just try to help yourself? Um, I don't think, I, I think I just picked up a book that I already had, which was a Jen Sincero book. I don't want to say the word because I don't want to <laughs> explicit your podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, and I think that was a big game changer for me was reading the Jen Sincero book that mm-hmm. I already had. So in, in your interview with me, you had mentioned that your husband gave you a book and you put it away for two years. So this was mm-hmm. kind of the same thing I had. I had actually, I had probably three or four books that mm-hmm. I should have read before I did. But, you know, it, it was in the right time that I read it and picked it up. Isn't that funny that, because we hear all the time, you have everything you already need to get to the next level or to figure it out. And sometimes it's hard to envision that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, literally, you have a book in your possession that could change your life if you just opened it up. It yeah. Like, is that for you? Yeah. And I really believe that everything you have control over your life. Somebody once told me that you're in control of your own destiny. She told me that when I was about 25. So I think at the time I was like, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's so true. It's so true. You, you, you have the control. Now you're in a place where you're teaching other moms how to have a positive mindset. I'm just kind of curious. What do you see is some of the biggest mindset struggles that moms have and moms um, kind of fall victim to on a regular basis? So I can, I can speak from my experience, but also, you know, we have people message us and engage in our content. And, you know, we we keep hearing over and over that moms are overwhelmed, they feel overwhelmed. And, you know, there's just a lot on our plates. And we we expect a lot from ourselves. I don't think that that's a lot of external pressures, but um, you know, like we try to get it all done and it's, it's overwhelming and it really can weigh on our mindset. And so for me, I, I just, you know, I took, I took that feeling of overwhelm and was like, okay, so how can I change this? So it's, again, it's becoming aware of my thoughts. So it was so easy for me to feel overwhelmed and be like, Oh, I have to do all the dishes and I have to pick up after the kids and, you know, like kind of spiraling down because you just, you, that's how you feel. You feel overwhelmed. And so just changing my thoughts alone in that was really huge for me. And, you know, practicing gratitude and being thankful for what I, what I do have and, you know, not, putting negative context on everything. And so, 
you know, I think that that really helped me. And I also kind of to your point with um, priority management, um, you know, I kind of tried to break things up into chunks of time to help me with that overwhelm. So I didn't feel like I was had to do it all right now at one time. And that's really worked well for me. Yeah, I think that's, I've heard so many times before when you do feel overwhelmed, just focus on the next thing, the next thing that you can do that's in your power to do, that's not going to, you know, take everything away from you. That's not going to drain all of your energy. What's one thing you can do to just feel a little bit less overwhelmed? And so I love that. I love to focus on the next thing, but also not to, um, understate the value in having, you know, setting aside the time to sit down and really have like a long-term strategy session on, okay. And and again, having that mindset of I'm in control here. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm the mom, I'm the boss, I'm the queen of my tribe. I talk a lot about that on this podcast and how I I love it. We have that privilege. We're grown. We're finally grownups now. And yet we still tend to fall into that victim mentality, get into that defense mode, like feeling like everything's out to get us. Mm-hmm. That motherhood is just this big, scary thing that's swallowing us whole. But to, I don't know about you, but when I do sit down and I, and I journal about everything that's feeling overwhelming right now, I got this and this and that and this and what I want to do and what I have to do. And then what's, what's my number one priority now and what am I working towards in the next, you know, upcoming weeks, upcoming months, the next year. And so that's kind of what I do to help myself get unoverwhelmed. Is that a word? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Um, Do you have any other tips for exercises that you regularly do or that you talk about? that can help moms really practice that positive mindset. Because like we mentioned earlier, you know, it's a practice. It's a daily thing because every day it's like same SHIT different day. You know, it's like you wake up and then it's a whole new struggle all over again. So what are some of the daily practices that you like to do? I do my best to have a morning routine. Sometimes um, I have to push it off, but I'm pretty – committed to at least doing the things that I, I want to do that are on my list. So the first thing I do is gratitude and I don't always write it down. I try to, but sometimes I just, you know, I just lay in bed and look out the window and think about what I'm thankful for, or I do it while I'm driving. Like, you know, so it's Mm -hmm. like, so it doesn't feel like just another thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I kind of like fit it in when I can, but it's Mm -hmm. really important to, practice gratitude and be thankful for what you have. And the more you practice gratitude, the better you get at it. So you, you can go a little bit below the surface. So at first you're kind of like, Oh, I'm thankful for my husband and my kids. Mm -hmm. And you know, but then you can probably start to like go a little bit deeper. And then another cool thing that, that has happened to me as I've, as I've done gratitude is that I become aware of, other other things so for instance you know we were um you know I was at this free yoga class in my town the other day and I was like wow I'm just really thankful that my town offered this free yoga class so you know and and then it just it just opens your eyes to so many more things that you're grateful for so that's one thing I do the next thing I do is meditate and I use an app 
and um, I've never done it without an app. So um, I know that a lot of people are kind of afraid of meditating and that's kind of how I felt. I was like, I don't know how to do it. I have no idea what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. So I got this app and they, and it's called the calm app and they have a free version. And I, I use that free version <laughs> to the, the maximum. And then finally for Valentine's day, I was like, can you buy me this for my Valentine's day gift? What so he did. Gift. Yeah. So, so now I have the, um, the paid version and every day there's a new, it's a daily, um, daily meditation and mm-hmm. she walks you through it and she you know at the end she kind of has like a little quote or a little tidbit about life and it's really inspirational and it's really great it really helps me with my day okay so i'm gonna stop you there for a second yeah. how do you as a mom of two boys mm-hmm. ages four and five how do you fit in meditation like strategically <laughs> so it's 10 minutes okay um and I give them an activity to do. Sometimes I give them the iPad and I put it on a timer. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how important it is to me, you know? Um, so, yeah. So, one, so when I started this practice, one of my kids was at home with me while the other one was at school. Mm-hmm. So it's like they came home every day from dropping off their sibling and they knew, okay, mommy's going to meditate. So I have to find something to do for 10 minutes. It was like, I trained them to wow. understand this. Yeah. So you can I train mean, them to do anything. Like that sounds really bad, but you, you know, you can like, you establish what's normal and yeah. that seems so strange for like a kid to just be so comfortable with like meditation, but good on you. That's amazing. And guess what? They're going to grow up to see meditation as a normal daily practice that they're more likely to do because they saw mom do it. Yeah. Oh, I tr- I've tried. I've like there's like kid ver- like kid mm-hmm. versions on the app, and so I've tried. I I don't think they're ready to sit still quite yet, but <laughs> yeah, I definitely I, I think it would be great to teach them. While we're still talking about this, we could go on a whole tangent about meditation, but just one more thing on that point is I heard um, a teacher do something where. And I think I saw a video about this or something, but she would have all her kids, I think they were kindergartners, lay on their backs and then they would put a stuffed animal on their tummies and she would kind of, she would lead them as a guided meditation, but it's like, notice how your stuffed animal goes up and down and it kind of gave them something to focus on, not just the word. And it gave them like a visual to focus on. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I've been actually trying to convince my daughter's kindergarten teacher to let me come in and do a guided meditation, but I don't think she has really high hopes about it. Well, I think you should still try. And that's awesome. I'm going to try that. I love that idea. Okay. So gratitude meditation. Yep. And so I'm going to be completely honest. I try to read books but I don't read books well. So I'm a big audible mm-hmm. book listener. That's um, fine. Yeah. So uh, I do have real books. Like every time it's not an audible, I'm like, oh, I have to buy it. <laughs> but, um, so I do have a handful of books. And then I also bought like books that I really want to reference all of the time, like The Secret and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so then I listen to audible and I do that when I'm driving or I do that when I'm washing the dishes. I, do, I listen to podcasts too while I'm washing the dishes or getting dinner ready because the kids are playing in the other room and I'm by myself. So it's just, I take advantage of any time that I can, you know, absorb content where my kids aren't. 
um, talking over it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a big difference in someone who is being an intentional, positive mom and maybe someone who's, I don't want to like put shame on them or anything, but not living in an intentional way in the sense of they're kind of living in reactive absorption mode. I'm going to absorb what's around me. I'm going to absorb the energy of what's around me. And it's not even really like a thing that they're trying to do, but it's like, I remember at one point, the thing that I would do when I did dishes or ride in the car was watch trashy TV shows. Mm. (laughs) And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do that maybe once in a while. There's like one one that's, you know, kind of would be considered trashy. It's once in a while, but um, yeah, you know, that's, I just wanted to point out that that's, I see that in you and I see that in other moms who are trying to live this positive life where they're growing is intentionally using every bit of extra time Mm -hmm. to work on your mindset. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes I am like, do I work on this too much? And then I'm like, no, that's not a thing. Like, you know, no, it's, it's never too much to feed your mind. <laughs> you are, you're talking to our people on all the listeners of my show are like, you know, they, they come to us for a reason because they're looking for, they're actively seeking out that motivation and that inspiration. And so I think that uh, we can all relate to that for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's another thing that's important that brings us together as moms is feeling that, you know, other people are there and that you're not alone. And, um, you know, I feel like when I was just beginning my stay at home mom adventure that I mean, I, my husband was there and I complained to him all the time, but I still like I just felt really alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, building communities for other moms to the, you know, they know that they're not alone, I think is really huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, women, we relate in such a different way than men relate to us. Typically, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some one off men that are really emotionally connected and a little bit different. But I know in my own personal experience, a lot of times, like you said, you know, I'll complain, complain, I'm doing air quotes right now to my husband, when really I'm just trying to establish that connection. And mm-hmm. it's almost like I expect I can I do this over and over and over again, but I I keep expecting him to somehow fill my emotional needs and to make me feel that connection with him when right. most of the time, if I'm being honest, I feel like he's just looking through me and he's thinking about the next thing. And he's just like, he has just a different way of connecting. Right. And so, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's so important to, to remember that, like you said, to just, I always say, let's release our spouse from the unrealistic expectation that they're here to fill our emotional needs. But mm-hmm. that's what having these women in our life are for our tribe who nice. can not only listen to us when we're quote unquote, you know, complaining, but then they take that. And somehow as women, even when we're like in a negative mindset, somehow I feel like we're still able to like help each other turn that around and end in a positive way that where we feel connected, we feel empowered. Yeah. I mean, and that's really the premise too of why we started the podcast because it was like, you could, you could find so many mom groups that you're going to relate to because they're complaining or because they're making jokes about being mother or making jokes about toddlers. And, and we were, we just kind of looked at it like, that's not, 
the support that we want. We want to be positive. We're going to be honest. We're not going to sugarcoat it because, you know, we all know it's not easy, but let's connect on the positive side of it versus the negative side of it. I love that. And just real quick, I want to go back to your first tip about gratitude. How do you find gratitude in even the negative, in the struggles, in the challenges as a mom? So you dig deep because, um, you know, I think in one of our episodes, I was telling Leanne how we were driving in the car and I think one kid was yelling and the other kid was kicking my seat. And I was just like, I'm grateful for these trees. I'm grateful for this grass. I'm grateful for this car that's driving me. Like, you know, really digging deep because it really can just, it will just really change your mind because if you're just focusing on that, like, oh, this kid's yelling, this kid's kicking my seat, like, you know, it's just going to become more negative. It's going to expand into something more negative. So if you can input more positive things and be grateful for things and, you know, kind of block out that negative spiral that's about to happen, Mm -hmm. then, um, you know, then you're much better off. And that's what I do. So sometimes I just, I dig deep. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying is you even use the challenge or the negative as a trigger to have those intentional positive thoughts. Yeah, so it's kind of like training your mind to, you know, go in this direction instead of that direction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a process because your whole life you've probably just gone to the negative direction. So it's really like, reframing how you've always automatically thought and mm-hmm. and becoming aware of it and catching yourself that's what's really important is to is to catch it when it's going the other way yeah totally what i find really empowering is the realization that we are wired to go to the negative we mm-hmm. are instinctually always looking for the negative because we're looking for those threats, right? So that we mm-hmm. can protect ourselves. And it's only natural that we would go to the negative when things start to come up. But the thing is, is that as moms today, we're not just trying to survive. And I think, you know, especially as moms who are listening to this podcast and always seeking out personal development and ways to better themselves as women and to better themselves in their life. We're not just trying to get by. We're not just trying to survive and get through the day. I mean, sometimes it does feel like that. Do you hear my cat? She's coming to join me because the puppies are sleeping. I thought it was a, I thought it was a kid. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to be on the podcast today. She's 17 years old. So she's like, what are you going to do? Be mad at me. Right. She's precious. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, we're not just trying to survive. We're trying to thrive. And so, like you said, we have to intentionally, like, interject in, in those natural reactions and responses that we have physically, that we have mentally, that we have emotionally. And I think you said this when I was on your podcast that what we focus on expands. And so we really do have more control than... I think that we realize in what we are expanding in our life. And the, um, the, the trigger that I mentioned just a minute ago, Brian, Brendan Burchard, do you know who he is? 
yeah, motivational yeah. speaker, he talks a lot about having those triggers. So like, for example, when he gets in the shower, he asks himself, like the shower is the trigger to ask himself, how can I show up or who needs me on my A game today? And I love that being in the car, being stuck in traffic, the traffic is the trigger to remember what he's grateful for. So he takes that and it sounds like already what you're doing. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting because when you start to hear this for the first time, you're like, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Like you look at it, like it's kind of another mountain to climb, but it's really not, it doesn't take a lot of work. And once you start to become aware of it, you really become aware of it and you're like, wow, this is so cool that I'm not getting mad about the traffic anymore or that Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, letting this thing affect me negatively. And, and you start to realize that your mind actually controls it and you, and you're like, wow, I just thought positive versus negative. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so, it's so great to experience and it just really helps you live so much more of a joyful life, like in your day to day. It is. It's so freeing. It just makes life feel so much lighter mm-hmm. and more enjoyable. And it's like, you know, I don't know if you've heard this before, but I guess it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Yep. And you don't even think about the muscles that it takes to smile, but you have to intentionally think about smiling even when you're not happy. Right. But it's like, you know, we're kind of like, do we intentionally, do you think that we intentionally, no, not intentionally, do you think we unintentionally kind of sabotage ourselves in, when we get stuck in that negative mindset, when we um, kind of forget to go and focus on the positive? Do you think that we kind of sabotage our own happiness? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I also think that we, like our generation wasn't kind of wired that way. So we hopefully like our children are going to have a different upbringing when it comes to mindset and growth mindset and than we did because we're like rewiring everything that we learned and mm-hmm. and you know my hope for my children and like the next generation is that they don't just automatically you know react the way that we were kind of trained or taught or I don't know the correct mm-hmm. word but to react so it's like if you don't re- do the work to rewire and do the work to become aware and intentional, then yeah, you're just going to keep sabotaging your own happiness. Well, if Michelle and Leanne have anything to do with it, then the next generation is definitely going to <laughs> have an easier time at focusing on the positive, having a positive mindset. Um, going back to the daily exercises, we kind of got off track there, but is there are there any other daily exercises that you do that help you keep a positive mindset? Um, So kind of what I've been talking about, I just make sure that I check in with myself and I'm just being aware of what I'm doing. So, you know, if there is something, you know, something that happens at school, this happens a lot, so I can come up with this example quickly. Something happens at school that frustrates me. I, you know, I, I sometimes go to react as like the old version of me and I've done a lot of work to be a better version of me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times I just check in with myself and I'm like, okay, is this what I'm, what I'm, how I'm reacting or what I'm about to say is, 
is that how I want the new version of me to show up in the world? So mm-hmm. I kind of like always have that in check. And I mean, it doesn't have to, it doesn't happen every day. It happens a lot, but it doesn't happen mm-hmm. every day. But mm-hmm. it's just something that I kind of keep at the forefront of what I do, you know, every day. And I think it's such a good example to set for our kids that, like you said, you know, we're not sugarcoating life. We're mm-hmm. not acting like everything's just wonderful all the time. And, and so how do you, that's kind of my next big question is how do you find that balance between being real mm-hmm. and choosing to be positive and have a positive mindset? Leanne always says on our podcast, we're not, we're not um, unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's work. It really, it's really work and being, and being aware. And of course, you know, like even this morning I can say like, I felt defeated by eight thirty with the kids, but it's, it's just not letting that take over my day. Like I used to, and just in, you know, maybe I go get myself a coffee or maybe I meditate longer or, you know, something like being aware of what things make make me happy and will lift me up and doing those and more of those to just, you know, to help with that. Yeah. It's like intervening on your own thought patterns and where it's going to go from here and what, what the next step is, what you're going to do next. Perfect example for me is something that happened actually just a couple days ago. Uh, we have two puppies who are just about four or five months old now and they're boxer puppies. So they're very energetic Mm -hmm. and you know, it's a, I like to say it's a pretty well controlled circus over here. And (laughs) of course now with the cat and everything on the podcast, (laughs) it's okay. I have no babies on our podcast. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's other moms. We all understand. But so my husband had, left for the morning to go to the gym or something. He came back and the puppies had gone into his office and spilled coffee on his laptop. Uh Oh, this was a brand new laptop. Like he just bought this MacBook, and he was obviously so stressed out and so pissed and, you know, running in the garage to get the air compressor to try to blow it out and all that stuff. And it happened to be my birthday. And, you know, here I am, I'm going like, okay, I am feeling all this negative energy and I really want to help him out and I really want to be understanding, but it's also my birthday and I just like don't <laughs> want it to be negative today. Yeah. And so what, and he and I have really been practicing reminding each other the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And especially Great. as moms, we get so caught up in the day to day and the daily struggles. And it's like minute by minute and it builds and it builds and it builds. And we're like that tornado that's twirling. Right. We're, we're building, but we've especially been through kind of a lot of back to back struggles lately where just a couple of months ago we had lost just before we got the puppies, we had lost two of our dogs mm. and Greg and I, we try to, keep the mindset that yes, it sucks. And Mm -hmm. it's so painful when things like this happen, when, you know, coffee gets spilled on his brand new laptop and there's like literally nothing you can do. It's just like, okay, I think it's a goner. Actually it ended up costing $700 to fix it. And it's just like, you know, that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. Or when 
things happen to our kids that we feel like, oh my gosh, that was so preventable. And then we beat ourselves up. Like, how did I let that happen? Mm -hmm. And I always try to remember that eventually we'll be able to look back and connect the dots as to not necessarily why it happened or why it was allowed to happen, but we can make meaning of anything in our lives. And that's kind of my way of trying to be a positive mom is, is no matter what, it's like, you know, I'm just going to get really personal here because I know it's all moms listening. But when, when Gigi, our last dog died, she ended up, she got hit by a car and she oh. climbed a fence and got hit by a car. And it was, I'd only had her for six weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was so, and our nine-year-old dog had just died like two months prior to her from brain cancer. And so when Gigi got hit by a car, it was so traumatic and it was so shocking that at the time I couldn't, I just couldn't get out of that negative mindset. It was, you know, it's sometimes you have to really work through it and like just understand that this is a process. But I did try to remind myself one day I'll, I'll look back and see, and I'll connect the dots as to not necessarily why it happened, but I'll make sense of it. And now I'm pregnant, as I told you on your podcast, I haven't really announced that to um, my audience, but I'm surprised. Surprise. I'm very early pregnant. And now it's like looking back and again, this is really personal. This might be TMI for some people, but when that happened with Gigi, I ended up getting my period two weeks early. And because it was so shocking to my body that it just totally like changed my hormones. Definitely. And then that, of course, kind of changed my cycle. And so now I'm at a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant now. And when I meet this baby, I just know that when I look at this child, I am going to be able to look back and say, JD, my cat is about to kill you. You're 17 years old. Don't try to make that leap. <laughs> oh my goodness. She, um, oh my goodness. Hold on just a minute. Crazy cat over here. Mad. I'm going to look at this child and be grateful for how things played out because it could have been a whole different child based on the timing of everything. And yeah. so if you commit to just having a positive mindset and always looking for the good in any situation, even the worst kind of situation. I think that like, I, I pretty much, I'd be willing to guarantee that you'll be able to find a positive outcome in anything. Yeah. And it's important too to understand that you can still feel how you want to feel. So, you know, you're, you know, in the case of your dog or, you know, some other tragedy or something that may happen, like it's, it's important to still always feel how you want to feel but it's how you react to things, you know, and bringing the positivity. And like you said, like connecting the dots, going back, like mm-hmm. you, you may not see it now, but once you, once the fog clears, then, then you'll be able to see it. And then mm-hmm. you'll be grateful in, in a weird way. And mm-hmm. you know, that everything happens on our path as part of our journey. Mm-hmm. And you know, some, some things are hard to swallow. Like, well, why did that happen? Well, there's, there is a reason you just aren't going to see it at the time, but I think it's just really part of life. And, you know, I, there are probably parts of my story that 
I look back on and, you know, maybe I regret how my behavior or, or something, but now I look at it as that was a stepping stone. That was on my path for a reason. I'm going to forgive myself for how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually be grateful for what it taught me. So it's really just reframing all of that in your mind. That's such a good keyword is reframing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always try to think about what example is this setting for our kids because they're imperfect. They're going to grow up and make big mistakes and they're going to want to beat themselves up. But, you know, how did they see us handle when we got off track? And mm-hmm. like you said, you know, I think it's okay to sit and brew in your negativity and your pissed off feelings for, for a good hot minute. Yeah. And there comes a point where you have to make that decision and go, okay, now my thoughts are my choice, so where are we going to go from here? Yeah, you're allowed to have your pity party, but it's only a temporary one. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the balloons, then pop them. (laughs) Yeah, that'd actually be great. (laughs) Oh, Michelle, thanks so much for coming on the Motivation for Mom show today. It's been so nice to chat with you about positive mindset. Thank you so much, Sarah. It was great to be here. And before I let you go, um, how can my listeners best get in touch with you? So we are most active on Instagram. So we're Positive Moms Podcast on Instagram. And right now we are offering a free checklist to a purposeful and intentional life. So if you want to grab that checklist, it's in our bio link on Instagram at Positive Moms Podcast. I'm going to go grab that right after we stop recording because I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Michelle. Again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Say hi to Leanne for me. And I am just looking forward to seeing how your journey continues to evolve and, and watch the Positive Moms podcast grow too. Thank you so much, Sarah. If you enjoyed my conversation with Michelle Russell on Motivation for Moms today, be sure to go send her some love on Instagram. You can find her on there as at Positive Moms Podcast and let her know that you heard her in our conversation with me today on Motivation for Moms. And if you would, please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss a single motivating episode. And also, please go write a review of this show on iTunes. I might just share your iTunes review on a future episode. And as I always say, go out there, take charge of your day, take charge of your mindset. You get to choose how you're experiencing this life, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Lots of love. I'll see you next week on the show.